Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WIS Politics and WIS Business Podcasts. You're listening to WIS Business, the podcast, Wisconsin's business news source. Now, here's your host. Hi, everybody. This is Alex Mo here for WIS Business, the podcast. Today, I'm joined by Ann Zenk, Senior Vice President, Workforce and Clinical Practice for the Wisconsin Hospital Association. And thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you, Alex, for having me. Of course. So the Wisconsin Hospital Association this week released its latest healthcare workforce report. And this is something that we've been covering at WIS Business for the past few years. Uh, so I figured we could start there with some of the insights from this year's report. Uh, and why don't you share some of maybe the top highlights from the report for listeners who haven't had a chance to read it yet? Sure. I think the, the top, top highlight is really just um, the sudden and drastic increases in um, open jobs and vacancy rates um, that occurred between 2020 and 2021 at Wisconsin hospitals and health systems. Um, you know, when we look at the data, we follow 17 professions in our annual workforce survey. That's the basis for our report. And vacancy rates were increased for all of those 17. And in fact, when we look at overall vacancy rate, it nearly doubled from uh, 5.3% to 9.9%. And when you get into um, double digit vacancy rates, that really has an impact on workflows and patient flow. Absolutely. That is a big challenge. And of course, we can't ignore the role of COVID-19 and the pandemics or ripple effects that are still affecting healthcare, even though the, the intense period of the pandemic, of course, has mainly passed. Can you talk about maybe that factor or other factors that could help explain this this change? Sure. You know, COVID-19 um, exacerbated and um, maybe even created some um, longer standing issues that we've been able to kind of stave off in Wisconsin for the last several years. Um, Wisconsin is experiencing a nursing shortage now for the first time since the early 2000s. Um, uh, in 2021, our hospitals started to experience an issue of an almost complete impossibility of finding post-acute care, like a nursing home bed. Um, you know, those are issues. Um, and maybe, you know, in the public, you hear things about supply chain issues, you know, and those certainly were exacerbated. Um, the, the pandemic really just put a lot of issues on the table for healthcare all at once. Certainly. And um, before we go further into some of the findings of the report, I want to mention that I'll include a link below the podcast for our listeners who want to go ahead and check that out themselves. There's a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, but for now, uh, let's talk more about some of the broader trends that are kind of the context for these workforce challenges. The uh, quote-unquote silver tsunami is referenced multiple times in this report, and um, readers and listeners of WIS Business 
will be familiar with the idea of, you know, the state's aging population and the pressures that it's putting on on workforces across many industries. But the healthcare one is is unique because the aging population presents a higher burden on care providers as well in terms of utilization of healthcare as well as the actual direct workforce impact. Can you talk more about that and what the report has to say about it? Sure, sure. So um, our population is aging because folks like me, baby boomers, are reaching retirement age you know, at a rate of 10,000 a day or more. And uh, that means that right now about one in um, 10 people in Wisconsin are at retirement age. By 2030, that'll be one in four. That's even higher than the national rate. So all industries are seeing um, uh, uh, retirements occurring at greater and greater rates um, because um, subsequent generations aren't as big as the baby boom population. Our working age population is shrinking. Um, it's uh, there aren't enough workers out there to replace all of those retirements. You know, if you if you uh, get around, you see all the help wanted signs, right? Uh, that's true for all industries. Where healthcare um, faces an additional challenge is that as we age, we require more healthcare, more intense healthcare, more complex healthcare, which means we need more hospital services. So. Um, throughout the, the uh, pandemic, hospital um, hospitalization rates, occupancy rates um, were about 20% more. Hospitals had to staff 20% more beds. Um, people kind of thought, well, maybe if we don't have that huge COVID surge, we'll have a kind of sigh of relief. Um, actually, occupancy remains really strong. Demand uh, remains really high. And hospitals are staffing about 10% more beds than they were um, in 2019. I see. Let's turn our talk to solutions. We've, I think, outlined the scope of the challenge. And of course, there's a lot more in the report to uh, sort of illustrate um, how that's playing out across the state uh, in the healthcare system. What more are healthcare providers doing to help address and uh, surmount these challenges? And then also what kind of policy priorities or changes is the Wisconsin Hospitals Association spearheading uh, as part of the effort to address this issue? At WHA, we like to think about it as a multi-pronged approach. We have to grow our workforce faster, but it's unlikely that that healthcare workforce can grow fast enough to keep up with increasing demand. So we also have to increase the capacity of that workforce and make sure that that workforce is um, well taken care of, well supported, not burdened by uh, over-regulation or um, unnecessary, for instance, electronic health record requirements or data requirements. Um, and then finally, we have done a great job in healthcare of um, making use and um, expanding or advancing technology to provide um, uh, better care uh, for patients, better access for patients. You know, things that used to require a hospital stay can now be done 
on an outpatient basis. Those are great advancements. What healthcare has a little catching up to do is um, making it more efficient for our workforce. Very often, telehealth or telemedicine or utilizing technology doesn't take fewer hands on a healthcare team. It actually takes more. So that's kind of the final prong is how can we leverage technology to uh, create greater efficiencies, reduce the burden for our workforce? Right. Interesting. Well, glad to hear that there is this multi-pronged approach, obviously some big challenges, but there's a lot that's being done uh, in hopes of uh, addressing these issues that that face the state here. Uh, and thanks so much for coming on the podcast. Any final thoughts you'd like to leave our listeners with as we wrap up here? You know, I think it's just really important to uh, remember this isn't something that hospitals or policymakers or educators or healthcare stakeholders can solve on our own. We have to partner together to break up nursing home bottlenecks, to grow faster, um, to support the healthcare workforce. So um, Wisconsin Hospital Association and our members really want to be active participants in creating the long-term solutions that we're going to need. Well, thanks again, Anne. Really appreciate your time uh, coming on the WISP Business Podcast. And as I said, listeners should check out the rest of that report to really dig into the numbers behind some of these issues. Thank you, Alex. It was a pleasure. You've been listening to WISP Business, the podcast. Now, stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Ben Miller from University Relations here at the University of Wisconsin-Madison, and we're a proud sponsor of WISP Politics and WISP Business Podcast. Did you know that almost 80% of UW-Madison's in-state students return to live and work in Wisconsin in the years after graduation? And almost half of all UW-Madison alumni are current Wisconsin residents. That's just one way we're driving our economy forward. UW-Madison is working for Wisconsin.